0: Hello, I'm Leroy Garcia, and this is Blue Rain Gallery Podcast. Today in the studio, we have with us a wonderful master jeweler in uh, Sharon Meyer. Welcome, Sharon.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome. We're honored to, to have you here. Um, Blue Rain, for many years, was known as a contemporary Native American art gallery. And uh, for for the most part, we've only represented uh, contemporary Native artists. And But over the, the last maybe 10 years or so, we've kind of opened our Floor to everybody who has talent. And uh, uh, Denise Place, who's the executive director of Blue Rain, um noticed Sharon Meyer's work probably at Chicago Sofa would, would be my guess, uh, where there's a lot of great jewelers and great artists there too. <laughs> it, it's pretty cool. Um, so being that a lot of us don't know a lot about Sharon, we're gonna have her uh, tell us a little bit about her history where she was born uh where she currently works maybe a little bit about your education and your artistic journey into jewelry
1: well i'm from michigan I'm just outside of detroit was born there and um currently reside there i love michigan so it's a good place to it's hang a out for be- me beautiful state yeah mm-hmm. it is it is and um journey uh, i've been creating jewelry for over 35 years as an adult but um it started as a child. Oh, nice. I, um, I had an incredible mentor in my grandmother, and I actually started making jewelry out of wire when I was eight years old.
0: So, is your grandmother a jeweler?
1: <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, wow. Not at all. Um, my jewelry really kind of encompasses many different forms, whether it's um, large scale or small scale. And I've always taken, um, it's like an amalgam of things. And that's kind of what I did when I was a child. Um, my grandmother had found objects and keep me busy. Um, I, we were always making things together. Um, even when I was eight, I ended up taking um, magazine pages and rolling them on tiny wooden dolls and always using wooden dolls as in <laughs> a mm-hmm. stick. Mm-hmm. Um, these waste paper baskets. And I went door to door and I would, do, I would take orders for them. Oh wow! And so it was like I, from a very young age, I was always creating something, and um, having somebody there to encourage me was amazing. So, um, and then I, you know, I went on to school. Um, I was fortunate enough in a public school that had an amazing art
0: department. Department.
1: <laughs> we didn't have one art teacher. We had four.
0: Oh, wow. So
1: I was exposed to everything, you know, from painting and art history and pottery. I've I've always loved working in clay, um, doing terracotta pots and hand rubbing it, you know, rather than putting it in the the kiln to fire. I always tended to do things that none of the other students wanted to do. Um, Just dove in, really dove in. But I think my favorite class was the metalsmithing class and once I got hooked into casting and soldering and
0: you liked the fire wh- I like I liked <laughs> the
1: fire I liked the the machinery the tools um, because as a child I never had tools to work with it was more of crafts mm-hmm. um, but metal smithing gave me tools to work with and, um, and a really large creative palette. I mean, th- everything was wide open to me. Right. So um, in class, when somebody, you were supposed to create one ring, I was staying after when school closed for the summer and my teacher let me finish four other rings.
0: Oh, nice.
1: So um, it was, it really became a passion for me at that point.
0: Speaking of rings, I recently purchased my wife one of Sharon's rings, and she loves it. <laughs>
1: I'm so glad. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Uh,
0: I was just um, blown away by the workmanship on that. Uh, and you were explaining a little bit about that particular ring, but um, a lot of thought behind that. Yeah. Um, so,
1: well, I love that I get to make people happy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a beautiful thing.
0: So, so most of your journey since that point has been mostly experimentation on your Always.
1: own. on my own. So I'm. Um, after high school, I'm pretty much self-taught.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: um, I was able to, you know, slowly build up my repertoire of how to do things um, and purchasing of, you know, all the materials.
0: Well, just learning about diamonds and stones and all, those, all the mediums that you're working mm-hmm. with, uh, that takes some good knowledge, right?
1: Well, and a lot of that just comes um, with experience. I, I'm not a gemologist, and yet I've had, you know, jewelry stores that will call me, and they'll get something that they haven't seen before. Yeah. And a lot of times I can tell them what it is because I work in both precious and semi-precious. Right. Um, I trust my diamond dealers immensely. You know, I know what I like to look at, but as I said, I'm not a gemologist. I'm more of I'm the creator. Right. I have the creative aspects going.
0: I think there was. Um two type of branding that you're doing, a couture line and then a designer line? Is that how right. you've broken it up? I, I kind of like do
1: that. that. So the des, what I call a designer line is um, things that are created out of sterling silver. Mm-hmm. And the couture line are things created out of 18 karat gold. Okay. Once in a while, there'll be a little bit of 14 karat, but I'm, I love the color of 18 karat.
0: Wonderful. So I had uh, Sharon bring um, a few pieces to talk about today. And uh, so we'll start with the first one, which is a brooch. Uh, so, Sharon, go ahead and tell us a little bit about this
1: piece. Okay, so this brooch is in sterling silver with the center in a black Tahitian pearl, um, and it's created out of filigree work. Um, the filigree work is, are actually individual petals on this piece. I've made a mold, and I've from the mold, I cast multiple pieces, and then I've soldered them all together, and in the back, Side, you'll see that there's a lot of structure to it because you wanna be able to put this, it's a larger brooch, so you wanna be able to put it on heavy enough fabric. So the back of it has this whole system of structure in the back. And it also allows for the pearl to go on. Um, One of the things that I do with a lot of my work is the engineering of how things should lay and how they should feel. Mm -hmm. I wear my work so I, I know how I want it to work. And so with this brooch, if it had had just one pin on the back, it would flop. So I've actually put two pins on the back of it, so it'll have good structure when it's worn as well. That way it
0: won't be all flopping-like. Yeah,
1: (laughs) so those are things I think about when I'm designing and working on the piece. Yeah,
0: it looks very comfortable. Okay, Um, let's talk about something more on the contemporary end here, the uh, sterling, sterling silver black tourmaline. And mammoth tuk, tusk, mm,
1: tusk, yeah. Necklace. So it's actually ivory, but it's prehistoric, um, and it's you know and you'll see throughout my collection. I can go from one extreme to the other, from contemporary to even an Asian feel. Um, and this piece has a, some weight to it, but it's well rounded around the neck. The black tourmaline is just lovely. It's got um, a matte finish, but then it has a little bit of spark to it, and it has, and you'll see it on many of my works, um, my signature clasp. It's a beautiful hooking clasp, um, really easy to work. It lays beautifully, and it has my what I, my logo on it. Oh, um, nice. My logo is a peacock, and when you think about it, um, the beautiful bird with all the different colors, and my work is about all the different colors
0: well uh, looking at it it's very colorful um also you know the first piece we're talking about the brooch compared the brooch to this necklace the brooch is so uh delicate and the necklace is kind of meaty right, right? so yeah. just it crossing, has weight yeah, to it yeah, yeah i do I go, dynamics I go
1: all across the board yeah so
0: oh uh, cool all right let's talk about the ring
1: tanzanite ring
0: yeah Describe the stones and, and the materials in that one.
1: Okay, so this is a, a larger ring, um, and it's, it's tanzanite, but it's, it's not faceted. So this is um, a stone that was cut in Germany, and it has a beautiful beveled edge down each side of it. Um, but within the stone, you'll see the, the natural crazing or almost look like fracturing inside the stone, which gives it the sparkle. Even right. though it's a smooth stone, it gives it the sparkle.
0: And what's causing the sparkle in it, though?
1: That's the the natural spark inside of the stone. So, like a matrices,
0: um, like in, in turquoise? It, but yeah,
1: or if you think about um, like rutilated quartz and the, the rutilation that grows inside, um, this is like natural crazing that happens. And so it, it lended itself perfect to be cut more cabochon style. Yeah. And then I have down a row on each side are square cut diamonds so i love how oh. they much like the aquamarine ring right. i love how square stones nest so nice and tight next to each other um so this one's very architectural looking when you look at the sides of it
0: i was going to ask it's, you the influence of the shape yeah, where would you get this idea
1: i i have more ideas in my head than i know <laughs>
0: <laughs> are you, <laughs> always, do you do you pre-sketch all this stuff um out?
1: i you know, it's sketched in my head first, mm-hmm. and then I do sketch. I'm I'm not good at drawing, but everything is sketched that I that I create. Um, and, What's and such a contemporary drawings.
0: shape? That's such a contemporary design.
1: I, I know and shape. Oh my god! And then you look at some of my other work. So when you look in a case of my work, it almost looks like there's five different artists. artists yeah, or more. <laughs> right? <laughs> or, or, yeah, more. or more things.
0: <laughs> so is this a men's ring?
1: Um, you know, it could be. I think it's
0: more lady, though. It, 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 it's, I think it's with smaller. the color, um, yeah.
1: there's, you actually have a, um, ruby ring here that is a bit smaller, but it truly could be a man's ring. Yeah. And my work can be adjusted to
0: I just like the design that. of this, the silver work on that. Man, Thanks.
1: That great. one's actually an 18 carat white gold. Oh, it's white gold. Yeah. Ooh. So, um. I like, that way it keeps it bright. Yes. And you wouldn't want to Don't do... not have the tarnish. Yeah, and you wouldn't want to do the investment in those amount of diamonds and tanzanite and right. silver. And yeah. the metal's too soft and silver to well, it is hold beautiful. the stones.
0: And so whoever wants to get their wife a nice uh, Christmas present, uh, come, and, come and see us.
1: Yeah, and that's <laughs> unusual for tanzanite. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not something you see, which right. is what I like in my collection is... Unusual.
0: Right, which leads to the earrings. I, I, those earrings look really cool.
1: Right. So if you look at them, I love that I did them opposites. Yes. Um, and yet they have the same weight balance. So when they're on, you almost have to look twice to say, okay, one's upside down. <laughs> but I, I, I love the balance of it. You'll notice on those, and I'm not sure if you'll see in the picture, yeah, the structure again. I'd like to have everything made That has my signature bezel. So, a bezel is the the metal that holds a stone. Oh, the bezel. So, that's called the bezel. And so, that's the signature bezel that um, I came up with a few years ago. And you'll see it throughout my work. I'll use it, um, you know, large pendants or on earrings. Um, I've even done some where I've set square stones. Again, I love square stones in some of the open work. So that would, that would be considered open work, whereas the pin is filigree work.
0: Right. And so tell me about the clasp there. The so work.
1: that is called um, like a lever back clasp. So the, the circle actually opens up, and then the post will be inside, and then the post will go through, and then it'll close, and you'll hear like a little click. Uh-huh. So, you know, you have it on. <laughs>
0: That's cool. And those are,
1: those are um, semi-faceted garnets, <laughs> and then the black and white banded agate.
0: I notice the reinforcement on the backside, similar yeah. to the Philippines.
1: And you'll you will you'll see that in a lot of my work. I yeah. like I like figuring out how best to make the piece. The engineering,
0: right? Yeah. Well, and and uh, like Sharon was telling me, these are really comfortable earrings. They're they're weight balanced, perfect. Um, she designs things especially that she can wear. So I, I like that. Um, <laughs> well,
1: I mean, not that I wear all my, all my work, but I, I wear my work. So um, I want to know how it's going to feel when the person that eventually owns it is going to feel really comfortable in it, too.
0: So, Well, let's talk about these. Um, there's two necklaces here that are very beautiful, uh, very different in color palette. But they, the similarity to what I'm looking at is the carved stones that you've chosen. So tell us a little bit about the, uh, the gold moonstone and carved jade.
1: So this is yellow jade. Um, jade comes in many different colors. But um, I love this yellow because it's almost like a mustardy. You know, it's got some depth to it with a little bit of light color coming up in the dragon's, in the dragon's head. Um, I've always been enamored with Asian art. And so you'll see an influence um, in some of my work. And um, this.
0: So, where did. So, so these are carved from in Asia? Yes. Find those? Okay. Then you're just incorporating them in. Yes. But I
1: love really good jade and really good. Man,
0: they're beautiful. The carving on these stones is so beautiful.
1: And the um, polish on them.
0: And how you interact with this.
1: So, and then the yellow jade pieces um, were actually rings. And I cut the rings in half and then set them in gold so we had a half dome. Right. So again, taking something from what it was once intended to be, and then I'll turn it into something totally different. So you have just a little hint of gold going on on the sides. And because of the light green going on in the center carving, I chose to put it with the moonstone. Mm. So it has a really soft palette. Yes, and you'll see with the double strand and the flat side on the yellow, it lies perfectly mm. when you have it on. So, We're going to have um, to have some models tonight. It's, it's comfortable. <laughs> and again, my signature clasp is nice. on that one too.
0: Yeah, so. I miss it. You know, and tell us now about the pink one.
1: The pink one, um, it is a large pendant. It's probably three and a half inches long. Um, and both shades, you're looking at the beads um, around the neck, and then the pendant are both pink Peruvian opal. So one of the few places that you'll ever find that color is in Peru. Wow. So I love that my stones come from all over the world. Um, and this one I did very contemporary center with the gold banding. I wanted this necklace is about pink. Right. And, <laughs> <fully> uh, pink. <laughs> and it's about pink. So it didn't it didn't need, you know, this was more about, you know, the love of the stones. Yeah. And, um, and it's, I, have had it on. I'm hoping to wear it tomorrow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> um, cause it's, it's, it really makes you feel good when you're wearing it.
0: Well, we're, we're excited about, um, your jewelry. And, uh, yes, when you look at a Sharon uh, Meyer case, it's like tons of artists in there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have a lot I, of
0: creativity. Flowing
1: I go through. from one extreme to the other, mm-hmm. but, um, but that's, what keeps it fresh. Right. And, um, I have, you know, in the case there's meteorite and dinosaur bone and um, whatever you I can mean, find that's cool. <laughs> well, I, and that's how I purchase. I, mm. you know, it's what speaks to me.
0: Oh, well, well, that's wonderful. And
1: then I create from it.
0: Well, we'd like to cr- encourage everybody to go to our website, bluerangallery.com, and look at Sharon Meyer's work. And if you're here in Santa Fe, please stop by, and, and uh, there's one thing to see it. Digitally, but there's another thing to actually feel it and see how comfortable it lays and uh, wears.
1: Yeah, and some of these larger pieces I've brought special for this show. There's many more oh, wow. of stones that you've never seen before. I'm already oh, blown wow. away. <laughs> <laughs> No, but there's green garnet and big aquamarine and just some really unusual things to come in and see.
0: Yeah, it's it's tempting for me to not uh, always buy everything. <laughs> but it, it's good. I, I um, like the ring that we bought. You have uh, to dinner. share. But yes, I know. <laughs> I'm going to have to pass it out a little bit. Anyways, I'd like to thank Sharon for coming in today for our little podcast. Thank you, Sharon.
1: You're welcome. Thank you. Uh,
0: I'd like to encourage everybody to... Uh, Join our podcast. So I sign up on all the platforms from uh, iTunes or wherever you do podcasts. You can also go to bluerangallery.com under the podcast tab in the menu bar. i uh, also like to encourage everybody to bring art with you into your everyday life by going to bluerangprintshop.com. Thank you. <laughs>